Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Pilot Light, a podcast where we watch the first episode of something and then we talk about it. My name's David and it's the white middle class dream, inheriting a country at manor from, an, from, a rel- from a relative you didn't even know you had. Winner, winner, chicken, uh, economic superiority over your peers. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't sure what to expect. And that wasn't it. It wasn't it, and you exceeded my expectations. Well done, Dave. <laughs> it's a low expectation, to be it fair. It was incredibly low, so, but yeah. it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, my name's Sam, and happy Death Day. <laughs> um, and I'm Joe, and it's actually known as a Moroccan tea party. <laughs> <laughs> what is Joe? That sounds. Joe's referring to. Uh, a man sandwich, a a sex act yes. whereby a man is sandwiched between betwixt two other men, <laughs> uh, as as mentioned in this uh, in this pilot in this, episode, in this episode um, of a TV show that you know isn't not really aimed at kids. It's pretty you know child friendly up to that point. Wrong. This is a post watershed show, and we should say uh, just for clarity, in case you're. You know, can't read on. You've somehow just found this podcast. Uh, this week we watched Ghosts, um, a I believe BBC post watershed uh, ensemble yeah. comedy mm-hmm. brought to us uh, by the uh, Horrible Histories Gang. Warning, fair warning. This is going to be a pretty British episode. Like I know a lot of our episodes are quite British. This is going to be a pretty British one. Oh yeah, yeah. Just like we like them. Yes, this is us. This is us delving into. Uh, the uh, Halloween and uh, as a Halloween episode, we're spooky. It is spooky, but we're also not really into horror that much. So we kind of like so. don't really want to watch some gory, you know, uh, just depressing fest. About see, see the the episode was it was haunting of Hill House oh, or whatever. God, kill me. That yeah. was. I'd rather episode. never have to yeah. watch something that boring ever again. Kill me <laughs> now. Whereas this, this is light. This is fun. This is um, you know, basically, kids TV. It's just slightly more adult. <laughs> is, is the level that we're it at. is. It's just it's just fun. Yeah. That's 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 the word for Absolutely it. It's just fun. Is. However, as tradition dictates, Sam, give me a plot summary. Indeed. So, in this TV show, a group of spirits restlessly squabble in an abandoned country home. Um, I'm going to add onto that while two people. As you mentioned, Dave, uh, inherit the home and try, you know, kind of integrate themselves into this life. Now, if I remember rightly, the the um, as the series progresses, the woman can see the ghosts, but her boyfriend can't see any of the no, ghosts. No, no, he can't see. He can't see them. So she can't see them initially, and then again, this happens in the first episode. She gets pushed out of the window by one of the ghosts, and because she gets so close to death. She can then see the ghost. So she comes back from hospital having been in a coma and from that point on can see the ghost. So she can see them. Her her husband can't. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that classic tale of people in their 20s owning a house with more than two bedrooms uh, <laughs> in, in Britain. I will say, that, say, though, it's nice that these guys are like, kind of like, I th- I'd say they're probably like knocking on 30. This is like... yeah. Almost our age, late twenties, twenty-seven, twenty-seven, yeah. twenty-eight. That type of yeah, yeah. Maybe, I don't, I don't yeah. think it's important. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's phenomenally important. So let's guess the ages of people. Um, so yeah, so let's let's talk about. Fuck horror. you, Sam. Fuck you. These <laughs> actors, these principal actors. Um, Charlotte Ritchie was born in nineteen ninety, the same year as me. And um, Keel Smith, 
Bino, uh, who plays Mike, <laughs> he was born in 1989, which was a year you were born. So fuck yeah, you, because... these people are our age. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, like, actors frequently play, don't never play actors, like, and they never play characters. That <laughs> Joe, Joe their what age. happens is, Ever. what happens is, is, is people in their 40s play teenagers, everyone else yes. is the age they are, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not sure that's the case. Mm-hmm. Certainly mm-hmm. is. Well, I'm glad I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Uh, well, <laughs> well done for throwing us all. I just into didn't it, want you to put us as usual, Sam, in the like, you know, irrelevant. And obviously, we are irrelevant, but the irrelevant like fucking seventy plus category that we oft- you often seem to like pigeonhole us in is like nothing on TV is made for us. It's like, well, I don't know. These guys like the horrible history gang are kind of like you know mid thirties. They're not you know horribly old and. So I think this is certainly something aimed at, like, not necessarily us, but yeah. certainly our demographic. Yeah. So, yeah. But speaking of things that aren't aimed at us, um, Horrible Histories. This is a TV show, again, that you may not have heard of if you are outside of the um, UK. It's a kind of... I remember. Well, I, do, I do think it is, it is quite popular is it? in the US, actually. Right, is it? Horrible oh, Histories is. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Well, what about the books, though? Because this is where I remember. That's mainly where it comes from, because the books are so popular. Like, people in America know of it, so obviously it was aired over there, and they love it. Yeah, yeah I remember. I have a cool, I have a cool Horrible History story. I wrote mm. a letter uh, to the author of Horrible Histories. What Terry Deary. Yeah, I Terry, wrote a letter to Terry, Terry, Terry Deary in year four, or maybe year five at school, and I got a very printed response from his editor um i can't remember what i wrote but i i loved those books as a kid so much that for christmas a couple of years ago my sister gave me a shoebox she must have been out like well she probably ordered them online but like of there's about 40 horrible history books in there wow and obviously i've never touched them but like i was like oh i remember this one and this one and this one because it's just kind of like silly What's the it word? Is. Making history approachable for kids and it, fun. And it's and what like. horrible histories effectively is. It just gets kids interested in it. And these guys that are in this, so um, Matt Bainton and Martha Howe Douglas, I think there's two of them. And then I can't remember the rest of them. The crew. But anyway, the crew. Um, they're in sort of like three or four seasons of horrible histories. There isn't like seven seasons of it, but they aren't in every single one. They mm. kind of leave because they've also done a TV show for Sky called Yonderland. They did three or four seasons yeah. of that. Um, yeah. I think they're, that a, they're, they're a comedy group, aren't they? So, like, you know... Well, we they're met on like Horrible Histories, Python, basically. Being the, yeah. the, the, the first comedy group. Like, they're a comedy yeah. group. They, yeah. they, they do shows and they, films. They, and they, met on, they met on... Um, Horrible history, so that's where they met, and they've just kind of they you know they enjoyed working together and kind of. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say they met at Cambridge, like everyone else making television. Oh, hundred percent. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, they met, met Jimmy for performing arts at Cambridge, Joe. Like everyone who brings us the things that we love. Yeah, that is almost certainly true. I'm going to Google it while I'm, you... I'm more than sure that, that that they probably did know each other beforehand, but that's kind of where they started the kind of. You know, working together was on horrible histories. I do believe. Yeah, and some of them are kind of more recognisable than others. Um, like some of them are in a few other little bits. Um, uh, whereas some of them are completely un, kind of you know fairly new faces, if as it were. It doesn't appear actually. Let's take it back. It doesn't appear that these people did go to Oxbridge. Um, but anyway, so but horrible no, histories. Um, in fact, Matthew Bainton uh, went to Clowning College uh, in France. There we so go. That's a real thing that books, I'm reading though, on the internet right now. Because, because, and let's move on to the to go to the TV show. The books are interesting because I think they really set up like the comedic direction of this group. The TV show obviously is very re- referential, but you know, you started off with like it's the 
gruesome Greeks or the rotten Romans or whatever else. Mm-hmm. And it's really British like... Vikings. It was really accessible and it was gory as well. It's like... And I, I've, I've mm-hmm. tried to... I've tried to read a couple of... A uh, uh, show count, a couple of the, the clips on YouTube. And it's kind of like, well, no, you're not quite ready for that. You're not quite ready for beheadings. No. It's like, Daddy, what's end a beheading? Up like... Do you just end up reading like tax history from the 1640s to him though, because that's the sort of thing you're interested just in? Like like, you, just, just, Dad, just Dad, like you, just, just, just like you. I would. don't care. I don't care about the inflation of the the, the English groat. <laughs> Corn <in> laws. 1643. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh yeah, go on, Sam. That's really interesting. You'll be your son's like, that's not interesting, Dad. Well, and uh, and 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 as three as three people as three people who read horrible histories and then went on to do a history degree. Um, about as useful. Not at Cambridge, though. Yeah, don't worry, we don't. are part of the ruling class. About as useful as, as I. It starts with the same two letters, so it's basically the same thing. It does. <laughs> a, a degree yeah, is about sure. as useful as the horrible histories book. I would, I would probably posit. Um, it's kind of like this, but the, the, so ghosts. You can see the imprint. I think obviously you've got all these historical characters in there, so I think they're mm-hmm. kind of they're leaning on that because people expect them to be playing mm-hmm. people of various different. Um, you know, kind of historical periods. So it's quite, it's just, it, I think it's just really interesting though to see them go from this kids' well, it, TV show to something more adult. Does, and then. Uh, it does the same thing, Sam, where it, it tell this obviously isn't a historical, you know, educational kids' TV show, but it doesn't glamorize these historical characters, but it also doesn't dramatize them. Like, it's funny, but it's also kind of like. Not necessarily maybe a true representation of people from that time, but it's kind of like it's poking fun at it while at the same the time... The stereotypes, isn't it? The stereotypical view of that period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, exactly. Um, we've got yeah. we've got a, a Georgian um, uh, noblewoman. We've got, you know, a kind of like uh, Tennyson romantic poet type. My favourite <laughs> one. I love that character. My favourite one by... Julian the MP. Surely. Oh, my God. No. See, see, my favourite is actually the the Neanderthal. The the um, he, he's just I don't know why it is. He's just so funny. Everyone likes to be represented on TV, Joe. Even you. Um, yeah, exactly. But but <laughs> let, let's just go back to the MP thing. Let's go back to the MP thing because it's quite sad, really. Um, that he's walking around. He's he, the 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 uh, the ghost never has any trousers on. He's he's got this long shirt that covers up his his gonad. And the implication is that he killed himself while wanking, um, just like that MP who I know I know his name. I'm not going to say his name because I think we need to put his his already completely destroyed reputation through any further mud with our massive broadcasting prowess. Uh, I mean, my response to that, Sam, would be, nah, fuck him, he was a public figure who wanked himself to death. I feel like <laughs> I feel like all bets are off there. And I, I feel, feel like we should really guy. protect this. No, fuck him! Who found him and, and didn't just immediately... I feel for the people who found him. No, no, who found him and, and didn't take him down. Like... And didn't take him down and say, oh, well, I, he must have, I don't Sam, know. I hate to tell you this, but rule number one of finding a corpse is... You just leave it as is and call the police. No. You don't put try to make on. it look like it hasn't wanked yet. Put his trousers back put on. Put trousers on the poor man. So <laughs> Remove when I, when, the belt from his neck. When he yeah, when he came in, uh, when when the character came in and he wasn't where I just I just I, that really got me. That really. But the really perfection got me. of this show is that it's like I don't even know if it's in the first season. You get any backstory on this particular character? Like a he's just there bit. and he hasn't got trousers. A, a little on. bit. And like but, yeah. 
we're, we're led to assume that he died in some kind of sex accident. It, it, it is because it's in the um, it's in the first um, season when he finds out that it's all he's remembered for. He thought he was remembered as being like an MP, and he finds out like he's reading. I think on the some, laptop or something. There's some like some his entire foreign, history, like diplomatic mission in the Middle East, isn't it? That he thinks he's <laughs> yes. like, oh, my absolute like, yeah, know, yeah. And actually, when he like, he manages oh, to like no. Google himself because he's like the only ghost who can like touch objects. If he tries really hard, he can like push push things. Um, and he like manages to Google himself, and all that comes up is this thing about how he died, effectively. <laughs> See, and this is why I feel sorry for that that guy because this is that's all he'll be remembered for. You know, I just ah, oh, it's just not a good way to go, is it? Um, I don't know. It's not a good way to go, Sam. But like, yes, you're a, you're a heartless mate, monster. You know, I get it. Like, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but you're a hardworking MP. I get it. it's very stressful and all of that, but like, surely. Surely there are other ways to unwind than, you know, potentially dying in a wanking accident. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but it's the most ignominious way to die, and it rightly so, because it's just ridiculous. <laughs> I look forward to that being the way that you die, Dave. I think you, the, the lady doth protest If I appear to die of a wanking accident, I want it to be known that it was Sam that arranged <laughs> it. Definitely. Um, Brilliant. Obviously, everyone knows I am very religious, and I do not take. I don't have any truck with, you know, hardcore wanking. Clip that. So we also have <laughs> soft car. So soft cars okay, is what you're saying, Dave. Soft cars all right. Yeah. but you shouldn't be choking yourself. It's just dangerous, kids. We, we also have Lady Fanny Button. It's uh, a funny name. Uh, who is the the former? The word owner. Fanny. Really, really funny. Just there we go. Endlessly funny. <laughs> we are, we have um, Pat Butcher, who is a scout leader who was shot in the neck, and he's still Through got the, the arrow in the neck, which I think is very funny. Yes. As you mentioned, Joe Caveman, who lived on the grounds um, of the house before it was, you know, several tens of thousands of years ago, and um, a captain of World Second World War Army officer, mm-hmm. and finally a, a Mary, who is a. Stuart era witch trial victim burned at the stake and <laughs> constantly smouldering, uh, which which is smells of burnt toast if people walk through her. Yes, yeah, yes, which I think is is very it's very funny. So there's there's it's like a fun a- cast that I thought would be really grating. Like I watched the, when I first watched the pilot for this, I was like, is this going to get old really really quickly yeah. with all these quirky period characters and costumes? Are they basically going to be doing the same? stick from horrible histories and the answer is largely yes but it's okay because they also kind of like focus that into something a little bit more interesting mm-hmm. through the introduction of of the two um human characters to alive characters so we've got charlotte ritchie who plays alison cooper and keel smith uh Bono as mike cooper so it's a a, a couple a married couple who inherit this house and it is it is quite a funny scene isn't it when they're in they're in the lawyer's office and they're kind of like they're kind of just a bit bemused by the whole thing if i remember rightly uh and and don't really get that it's that it's like their house and that the the woman's dead yeah yeah the lawyer the lawyer is trying to get them to sell it so he's like saying oh you know it can take a while to sell because you know some of these you know there'll probably be a bidding war with like these hotel chains and all this sort of stuff and um and then they're like, oh, but can we keep it? And, and the lawyer's like, oh, well, you know, it needs a lot of work doing to it. It's not one of these things. And like, oh, we were looking for a doer up. And he's like, yeah, that's that's not what this is. 
the, it's the, funny that the that the magic bean of this TV show is that inheritance tax doesn't exist. Um, yes. Don't don't worry about the ghosts. I find it more difficult to believe that they could pay the inheritance tax on the that HMRC that would not be legitimately exist on these people. They would be on exactly. These people. Isn't that yeah. more terrifying? Yeah. Although actually, actually, maybe no. Even then, because I mean, they're looking at buying a house, and there's a funny scene where the the solicitor rings Charlotte and says, um, it "Isn't the name of the character in the in the TV Allison. show?" Allison rings Allison and says, "You know." Oh, I'm ringing about a house, and she's like, "We're not looking for a house, mate. We can't. We're too poor for a house." And hangs up on him. <laughs> this is great. Like, again, you know, kind of have a nice rejection of that. We do. Yeah, get we, can have a, ser- we can have a one-bedroom like, flat. Yeah. <laughs> of like, these guys are actually quite poor. Like, they're not. You know, they've got they this both... massive manor house, but they're constantly at odds with the fact that they aren't like classy mm-hmm. enough to to own a house like this. And it's kind of the problem of like the ghosts as well, because like certainly with um, uh, Lady Fanny. Um, she doesn't like the fact that one of her ancestors, uh, one of her ancestors, He's is so like. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Fuck um, you, that's funny. Um, that that one of her ancestors is just like you know, just normal person. You know, like she just doesn't compete with her. Like, and because I think when she walks in, she's like, she's showing her knees. She can't be one of my ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> knees. Ah, the, the most, knees are exposed. The most alluring part yeah. of the human body. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is do, all the ghosts have their own like foibles, and it's kind of like a weird. Yeah. It's a weird way to treat the kind of like the ghost tropes, isn't it? Where mm-hmm. like essentially the ghosts, for whatever reason, they they can't leave this ha- estate. Um, so they've all ghost died rules. There. The they set out the rules. I think they're okay. Like the ghosts can't talk to anyone. They're not very good at haunting, and basically they're just dead people, obviously. But mm-hmm. like. <laughs> they sit and entertain themselves all day. Uh, before um, Alison and Mike move in, they're like they have like a someone will do like a presentation in the morning. There's one where uh, Mary is telling everyone how to milk a cow. Yes, <laughs> you know, and that's like <laughs> wow. This seems worse than dying. This seems worse than hell itself. <laughs> having these boring fucking lectures presented by the scoutmaster. We should, we should about also say the cow. They do play multiple characters as well. So the one who plays the clay, caveman, he plays like a headless character as well. But also, when they go down into the basement, there's like a load of plague victims played by the same like actors. Fifty plague victims. Yeah. Into Which you, you find out later that one of the plague victims is to blame for them all dying of the plague because he went to London yeah. and brought back um, and brought back some. Um, um, furs for everybody and handed them out that were infected with plague and they find out in this episode that he, he basically killed them all and they refused to stay yeah. in the, the cellar with them with him. <laughs> and basically there's a pl- there's a plague pit under where the manor house was built yeah uh, and this and this was a, this was like the first horrible histories bit there wasn't it because um, so we've got the main cast and then but they all like in horrible histories they just have recurring roles and they have different yes. roles and so all the, all the plague victims are the main cast again, just with different makeup yes. on and different costumes. Yeah. So yeah. that was like a real oh, that is just like the other TV show that they do. So it's kind of fun. Um, in terms of the production of this, I think they, as you say, Joe, they'd had um, Yond- the maybe Yonderland, which was on Sky, mm-hmm. and, and kind of like a Muppets type thing. Um, I know there was puppets and stuff involved. Yeah, in it. I've, not, I've not actually seen it. It's but. maybe one we should look at because I think it's probably quite interesting. But the um, they were talking about how, like, what do we do next? They had this ghost idea, but I think they were talking about the 
being a kind of lack of stakes to that until they realized that the lack of stakes is kind of what's funny and mm-hmm. the idea of ghosts in a house and they all hate each other and it's all boring all the time but like that's quite a funny <laughs> idea you know it's a deeply british idea I yes, think. exactly yes um like as i said it's gonna be a really british episode like i think they because we'll touch on it later there is a there is an american version of this series which came out this year oh really um yeah, um, which is like I think much in the same vein of all the other American kind of like you know like they did a life trash of like <laughs> like one season like twenty twenty one to twenty twenty one because the a lot of the sense of humor like the idea in this country of like a, a, a slightly cringy season that's based on the fact that all of these people are really awful and boring. And they all dislike each other, but they're stuck in this awful, boring situation. Is hilarious. Whereas yeah. I think in America, to American audiences, like that isn't a re- really deep well that it is over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not enough happens in a lot of ways. Is it? It kind of reminds me, you know, there's a, like a blackadder feel to this as well. I think, which is quite there is, yeah, you know that that it that kind of you know edgy but not necessarily going to be you know like outright swearing or or anything like that mm-hmm. it, it's all suggestive and it's all it kind of yeah it's suggestive and makes hints at rather than actually outright coming out with it and showing it yeah. and that sort of thing and i don't it's think it's also farce it's farce a lot a lot of the time yeah yes. um in the same way blackadder was because you you, you have a situation in blackadder um give me a blackadder plot because my mind's gone blank um, <laughs> um the one blackadder like, doesn't want to go over the top so the episode is about him trying to find a way to not have to go over the top, right? Mm-hmm. But what is the way we can get from that point A to him not going over the top in the Bunch most pants ridiculous... pants on head, pencils in nose. Incompetent a way. <laughs> Bibble. Bibble. Um, and Ghost is the same. We kind of like... So it, this first it's episode... It's low stakes. It's, not so much it's very it's, low it's stakes. introducing it, but like... There's an episode later on where... Um, you know, there's... There's a guy who lives in the next house over, and they need him to sign over the rights for them to access. use the access lane. Uh, and the whole episode is about him coming around for dinner, and basically, like, it would all be fine except the ghosts keep fucking things up because this poor woman is being tormented by these like ten ghosts that no one else can see, but they're always there, always loud in her face, and she just seems like a totally mad person in front of people. And that's kind of where it's- the farce comes from. It's the it's the eclipse. So the caveman has like every time there's an eclipse, it's like That's moonstone. Right, yeah. So like, and the moonstone was like a big stone, so like a basically a stone circle, um, and the moonstone sat right in the middle of her where her dining table is. So obviously he wanted to like have this huge ceremony there, and nobody else can see it, so it's fine. But she obviously can, so all she can hear is him like singing along to like this, and they all kind of get along with it. It's it's quite a funny episode. But the the guy's trying to like screw them out of money effectively, um, because he wants them to pay like twenty thousand pounds for access. Yeah. Um, but then the um, MP manages to win them round. Uh, managed to like tell. Um, Alison, blackmail. He has like a secret, yeah, yeah. Like he has a secret account in Fiji or something that nobody knows about. That's like you know, like a tax haven or something. Um, So like she mentions the Fiji account, and he just kind of, oh, you know what, have it for free. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's quite nice like that. Like the episodes usually resolve in like a, you know, they all come together. But it's such a silly show. But in a very, like I like how the stakes are really low. 
I yeah. like how I say no one's dying, obviously, apart from all the people who are already dead. Um, <laughs> and she was in a coma in this episode for two weeks or something. I, 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 I like I like that twist. I thought like I thought as you as you said, Dave. I thought hmm. So this is cool. We're gonna we're basically gonna watch a bunch of ghosts squabbling, and that'll be fine for five or six episodes as it is on British TV. You know, we're not twenty five laborious yeah. episodes they have to write a season and then run it for twelve years. God almighty, yeah. no money whatsoever. So that's so that's fun, but I was thinking, where are we going to go with this? Because it's not it's not like laugh out loud humor. It's kind of you know it's 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 funny and it's light and it's enough to just. But then the introduction of of the um, of of her you know horrible brain injury, and 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 then <laughs> very being able to see them. Yeah, yeah, and now she can now she can see the ghosts. And it's actually really, really cleverly shot in that as well, because like obviously it kind of does it from different perspectives. So you'll see it, and she'll be talking, and all the ghosts will be around them, and obviously her husband like just pretends, you know, acts like he can't see them and stuff like that. But then it'll switch back again, and they're not there. So they obviously, you know, it's really quite clever how yeah. they do it. It's so really clever and it's really low tech. They could have made this mm-hmm. series, and it would look exactly as good. Yeah, fifty years ago. <laughs> yes, I, I know it's acting, but I do like. You know, there's a scene where there's all these people surrounding the the two, and they're all talking, and the 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 the, the man who is the husband who's just not responding to any of it, but kind of has to. Like, I know that's just acting, but I do appreciate that. That would be I would find that quite hard to do. I think in terms of all these people talking, and and you have to just completely zone it out and just focus on yeah, yeah the woman across who you're talking to. And it's quite fun, it's and it works clever. really well, doesn't um, it? It works work well, but. I mean, you said it's not a laugh-out-loud show, but there are, like, the odd bits where it catches you. There's an episode later on where, like, in the ghost lore, there's a flashback and there's another ghost, basically, another maid who's friends with um, one, of the, one of the ghosts. And they're saying to Alison about, oh, well, you know, she was... And she's like, oh, who's she? And she's like, oh, she was a ghost. Like, what do you mean she was here? Well, well, she got sucked off. And she's like... Pardon, and <laughs> um, like, oh yeah, well, uh, you know, well, she got sucked off, and you know, sometimes we get sucked off, and she's like, what? <laughs> and basically, like, say again. It's it's like that's the word the ghosts use for moving on, <laughs> like you know, like transfer going up the beam of light and things, but they just use the term sucked off, and she's like. But they keep saying it, and she's like, can we stop using that term? Because you just can't like, listen to it. <laughs> and so it's then, nice then to have there's... that lens of the two humans of, like, that's where a lot of the humour comes from. Yeah, there's <laughs> probably a good example of a type of joke, whereas if, if this is designed for adults, but also maybe older kids, maybe 10 or 11, again, in that horrible history's vein of, like, we're going to go, it's a little bit dark, and it's, that's the type of joke that they wouldn't necessarily get in 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 you know in the same way but it, it kind of passes over um their heads quite nicely so you could you could imagine watching this with a slightly you know maybe a 10 11 year old and that would be yeah okay wouldn't it yeah yeah uh, it's fairly innocuous like it's not there's not a lot of bad language in it really and there's not a lot of violence no. i mean you know uh, the guy has the, there's the one one of the ghosts has been beheaded uh, so, and his like, body keeps leaving his head lying all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I guess if you were a small child, like under ten, you'd probably find that quite disturbing. <laughs> but I guess today, would you though? Would you in twenty twenty one find that disturbing? Oh no! If the whole world falls apart. Most ten year olds have seen sure live decapitations on fucking Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no doubt, no doubt about that whatsoever. I am just glad it wasn't easy for people to share videos of Saddam Hussein's. Um, <laughs> 
execution when we were at school. <laughs> that like, is that is a very because dark otherwise thing. I'd have seen I'd have seen a live beheading. Yeah, and I just I'm glad I'm glad I grew up before that. Now if someone wants to show me literally someone be murdered, I'm like, no thanks, mate. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go. You're a <laughs> yeah. teenager. You're like, well, I I'm not gonna give into the peer pressure of that. Uh, thank you very. <laughs> I'm in my thirties. I don't want to see anyone die in front of me. Thank you. All good. All good. So, um, should we talk about where it's filmed? Because it's all filmed on it's all filmed on 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 location um, mm. at a house called um, West Horsley Place. And interestingly enough, um, one of the building's board of trustees, Bamba Gascoigne, which is a great name, by the way, um, was surprised that he actually did, unexpectedly, uh, inherit the place in 2014. <laughs> so, um, kind of like in the show. Like in the um, show. And the, a lot of the scenes are filmed. All the scenes are filmed throughout the property or in the gardens, and a lot of the actual artifacts that you do see um, are actually from the house itself. And the other interesting thing as well, um, Alison, in one of the episodes, is trying to entice a filming crew to use the house, but and tells them that Henry VIII visited for an epic lunch. And the former monarch did actually Henry VIII did actually visit. Um, he gave the home to his cousin and childhood friend Henry Courtney. Um, who thanked him by hosting an epic 35 course meal for the king? Although Henry later did behead him, but that he did that to everybody. <laughs> he liked you. Um, so Isn't that you just a, a wonderful Should've example? Should have gone for 40 courses, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cheaped out. Isn't that a wonderful example of, um, of, of English history? It's like, oh, yeah, I'll give you a house and then I'll give you a nice meal and then I'll behead you. Like that's the I mean, way it works. Fair, if he didn't, if he didn't behead you, that's when you're worried with Henry. That's when he didn't like you. You know, he only beheaded those exactly. he liked. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting though, Joe. That it's uh, obviously like the I knew the external shots were uh, the actual house and the, the mm-hmm. whole like the series is it's, it's in a state of disrepair. Mm-hmm. And what I know, I was reading about the production of it. Basically, like it's always interesting how they make that look because this house obviously mm-hmm. isn't in a state of disrepair. So yes. when they're doing the external shots, they do a lot of it in post. So it's like not quite CGI, but they're like touch up the house to make it look a bit more decrepit in post because obviously you can't mm-hmm. go like smashing windows and knocking bricks out of a 500 year old country manor mm-hmm. and there are now plans to renovate and open the house to the public which on the back of this tv show you know it's not going to get you like millions of visitors and things but you know it probably will help you you know you'll get a lot of people oh, no, through no, the doors totally. based on this more interesting yeah. than some of the shitty places that we've gone uh, and paid so, yeah, to get castle. into you owe me eleven hundred pounds or however much we paid to get in there. Fuck's sake! Uh, ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, do we want to talk about? I want to maybe like have a big bitch about the American remake of this. <laughs> not, I haven't seen, and none of us have seen. It, but, <laughs> but, but we will judge it. <laughs> Go. It's terrible. It's got to be terrible, right? It's Surely. got to be god awful. You'd think so. Like number yeah. one, number one, a house in America that is that old. They had slaves. They had slaves. <laughs> like you can't get past that in America. You just can't. I'm sorry. How do you address that? How do you get past the whole fucking, you know, slavery make, of it all? Make awkward jokes about it. I would guess maybe. I don't know. I do not think Americans are good enough at laughing at themselves and their own history. To do you know what I mean? To because there is a way to present that in like a funny <laughs> way. There is a way yes. to poke fun at that and kind of like hang a lantern on it and make an amusing TV show. I don't know how they do it, but I bet this probably show just by completely ignoring it. I bet this show, it. yeah, they just won't just mention it. Just whitewashes everything. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. so I, I'm again. I've not seen it, but it does have 92% approval on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's written by the same um, the same crew. Rotten Tomatoes, a bunch of white folk, apparently. Well, Shocker. well, do you know how they get around it? Do you know how they get around it? 
It's set in upstate New York. That's how they get around it. Oh, so, yeah. Well. So basically, because, you know, I didn't have... The um, one house in America where no one was ever a slave. Nah. So that's probably how they get around it. I think it is a good point, though. And I, But let's be fair. Let's maybe go and watch that, and we can come back another time to, to judge it, really. But Well, the, it depends on if it passes the streaming rule, Sam. And I bet it doesn't. I bet it doesn't. But it is a good point, I though. A, I bet it's at illegal.tv, though. Oh, probably. It probably is. We probably could find ways to watch it. But it does it does raise that interesting point. We we touched on it earlier, but about like those those British to American remakes, they so rarely work. They so rarely work. I think because of because I mean, of name the... one apart from The Office that ex- exceeded the original. Like mm. right now, I challenge either of you to name an American remake of a British show that was even as successful. Like, you can name lots that were total shite. I can't. I'm trying to think of any that would maybe. That would House maybe. House of Cards? Was that not one, though? House of Cards? Oh, there you go. That's yeah, a good one, Joe. Well done. That is a good one. That is a good one. That's probably one of. That's probably, again, up there with some of the. You know, the, the, I don't think there's. I, there can't be that many, can there? They can't the, no. There's a pretty good um, Americanization of the thick of it, I guess. Like they, in some um, ways. I think that it, it's a different sense of humour, though, isn't it? Like this, this, yeah. this British sense of humour doesn't really, and you know, because we've we've again a previous episode we've done Red Dwarf, and they try to make that into an American version, and it's not the type of ca- um, comedy that really works in America. That's what um, I was trying to say earlier in the episode. It's kind of like there are nuances to it. I'm sure. It's similar to us. I'm sure there's a lot of American stuff that we don't find funny that they do. They're obviously Poops. like a... <laughs> apparently, yeah. Um, but, you know, I just struggle to find see it being funny and not just depressing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas our history is a clean slate of moral <laughs> righteousness. Is that what you say, not, Sam. But British history, nothing fir- bad at all. Let's look at, at all. this first episode, Sam. Even if... Even if we whitewash all the slavery of it, if this poor woman and her husband move into this house and then the wife falls out of a window, they're going to have to sell the house to pay the medical bills. It's accurate. America is the housecake. So even in the first episode, like there's a lot of hurdles to get over just for this being in America. It, it's it's ever so slightly more more of a housecake than I think you know Brexit Britain <laughs> that we live in. But still, it's I feel like we have universal healthcare, so it's not that bad. Not that bad. I just, if it, I feel better thinking America's like a hellscape. I feel better about our own like pitiful existence in, in the UK. Um, <laughs> There's always some worse off. Um, speaking of tenants of capitalism, uh, what, what was any any last thoughts? Because I feel like I'm just going to say I feel like we are stretching out and we have nothing else left to say about ghosts. But prove me what wrong, Dave. What I was going to say was. I've watched all of Ghosts, uh, and as usual, if they never made any more of it, that's fine. If they do, uh, I'll wait till I've watched it and say it's safe, that's fine. But what, what do you guys think? Is this something you're going to watch more of? I know, obviously, I, I've, you've watched I've bits watched, and pieces, Joe. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sub- 
part way into season two or something like that. There's only I should say there's only three seasons of it so far, and there's only six episodes. episodes there's only six episodes, but the the six episodes a season, and then there's been season two has a Christmas special, and there's going to be a Christmas special for season three as well. It comes out um, again in December. So, um, and they, they do. I know that the. Um, cast have said they want to come back for season four, but there's no confirmation of that yet because season three's only just come out. So, but it's yeah. expected to get another season um, as long as everybody's happy to. Yeah, I think this is a fun show. I, I I've enjoyed. I watched. I think maybe watched four or five episodes of this, and it is entertaining and it's light and it's it's kind of what you want when you eat your dinner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, and uh, oh, if you've got like half an hour to kill and you just like need something for half an hour, um, just pop this on. Half in the paying attention, perhaps as this well. This is not this is not a half past twelve at night TV show. I will say, not because it's scary or anything, but just because you want something a bit sharper. You know, this Keep is like awake. a. I've just eaten more roast dinner than it's probably good for me, and I just want to sit and enjoy a television show. Yeah, for, for twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good role for this TV show, isn't it? Ah, there we go. We've talked. So we'll be back next week with, um, I guess, more British shit for nobody. I guess. Yeah, maybe. You know, if you're American and you feel offended by anything we've said in this podcast, no, um, you can write to me at um, we all hate America at gmail dot com. <laughs> Alternatively, imaginary movie podcast at gmail dot com. Please tell us if we've offended you, and we will mock you <laughs> Please, live on the next. We need to know we've offended somebody. We'll, we'll, we'll we will mock, mock you live. You. We will dox you. On the next episode, <laughs> guaranteed. So this is our this is this I think is the end of our uh, once a year uh, Halloween episode for the TV uh, for the pilot. I, I believe next week is actually Dave the one Dave's been looking forward to the most. Rob Schneider. Oh fucking kill me now! What, what? Oh, oh this I'd is. I'd rather live in a house full of racist old ghosts. <laughs> I really, really would. This is yeah. Well, let's let's tease that. Speaking let's... of racism. Let, let's tease that. Let's tease Rob Schneider in a TV show about himself, and we can really just build up the bile and the hatred and the venom for <laughs> next for next week. 